Good morning and welcome to the Product of IT Cybersecurity Daily number 207. It is Thursday, September 17, 2020. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and billions of IoT devices are vulnerable via Bluetooth. This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. All right, it is the Thursday edition of the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily. Wherever you listen to this, if you could like, share, comment, or review, we greatly appreciate it, all 27 of you. And if you're in a HIPAA-compliant business, if you could go to Facebook and or LinkedIn, type get HIPAA compliance into the search and join the group so that we can share lots of HIPAA knowledge and HIPAA information and just overload you with HIPAA. No, that's not the intention, but you get it. All right, first up on the Hacker News, two hackers charged for defacing sites after U.S. airstrike killed Iranian general. The U.S. Department of Justice on Tuesday indicted two hackers for their alleged involvement in defacing several websites in the country following an the assassination of Iranian Major General Qasem Soleimani earlier this January. Baghdad Mohammed, I don't know how to say that, Mohammed Zadeh, Bezad Mohammed Dezay, 19, and Marwan Abusrar, 25, have been charged with conspiracy to commit intentional damage to a protected computer for a widespread cyber assault that affected over 1,400 websites with pro-Iranian and pro-Palestinian messages. The hackers victimized innocent third parties in the campaign to retaliate for the military action that killed Salamini, a man behind countless acts of terror against Americans and others that the Iranian regime opposed, said Assistant Attorney General for National Security John C. Demers Demers in a statement. The defendants from Iran and Palestine, respectively, are now wanted by the U.S. authorities and are no longer free to travel outside their countries without risking an arrest. Although Abbasroar and Mohammed Zadeh have been behind defacing spree individually on their own over the last couple of years, they began to work together starting last December before stepping up their attacks on January 3rd, a day after the U.S. forces killed Salamini in a drone airstrike near Baghdad International Airport with help from Abbas Rar, who provided Mohammed Zadeh with access to compromised websites. The latter went on to hack into at least 51 websites in the U.S. by replacing their content with pictures of the late general against the background of the Iranian flag, along with the message Down with America, alongside the message Salamani was not a person, he was a belief, beliefs never die. So they now will be, uh, they've been charged and they will likely be arrested at some point, I'm sure. On the register.com, Dunkin' Donuts drops some dough to glaze over lawsuit accusing it of covering up customer account hacks. New York Attorney General declares the 2015 data theft matter settled. Dunkin' Donuts today settled a lawsuit in which it was accused of hushing up their fact that was yesterday, by the way, up the fact hackers siphon its customers' personal information from its systems in 2015. The U.S. coffee and pastry slinger will refund said customers as part of an agreement that will end a lawsuit brought against it by New York. The U.S. state claimed Duncan failed to warn its sugar addicts that miscreants had gained access to the Dunkin' Donuts accounts, downloaded their details, and sold them 
on Underground's internet forums. That information included their Dunkin' loyalty card details, which miscreants could use to buy stuff from the coffee houses using money stored on the cards. In addition to refunding its sugar addicts for fraudulent charges made to their cards, Dunkin' will pay New York $650,000 and agree to standard we won't let this happen again promise. Long before the New York Attorney General filed suit in this matter, matter, Duncan had voluntarily implemented or enhanced the security measures identified in today's settlement. Duncan said in a statement to the register, We did not we did so not because we were required to by any regulatory or enforcement agency, but because we were we are committed to protecting our customers' data. We are continually updating and enhancing our security measures to en- address ever-evolving cybersecurity threats, and we use robust information security and data safeguards. So keep in mind that New York has the SHIELD law, and Dunkin' Donuts probably falls under that. Um, They're just called Dunkin' now, but they probably fall under that SHIELD law, and I'm sure that is a big part of why they have to pay $650,000 and refund people. Uh, on Bleepy Computer, the security awareness training email is actually a phishing scam. A creative phishing e- campaign using an email template that pretends to be a reminder to complete security awareness training from a well-known security company. As computer users become more aware and educated on standard phishing techniques and templates, threat actors need to continually evolve their methods to develop innovative ways to trick users into providing their login credentials. Such is the case with a new phishing campaign discovered by email security firm Cofence that pretends to security awareness training from know before uh, if you're not familiar know before is a security company they they provide services as well as training um, but Kevin Mitnick if you don't know who Kevin Mitnick is he is one, one of the most renowned hackers in the world for stuff he did I don't know maybe a couple decades ago and so he is part of Know Before. I don't know if he's an owner or if he's what his position there is, but um, they are. So there are phishing emails going out saying that training reminder due date, and then it claims to be from Know Before. But if you hover over the links, it's not coming from Know Before. It is coming from a Russian URL. It's dot r. It ends in dot ru, which is Russia. So you would not click on that Know Before's website is. K-N-O-W-B-E and the number 4.com. Staples breach we talked about yesterday. It was caused by a bug in ordering tracking order tracking system. The reason for the recent notifications from Staples to some of its customers about exposed order details was caused by insufficient protections for retrieving shopper information from current and past orders. Staples said they found no evidence of unauthorized purchases on behalf of impacted customers and that they have fixed the issue. So that is good news. Uh, the alert lacks any technical details that would explain the nature of the problem, leading to some speculation that it was prompted by a hacker incident. This theory was plausible, especially since threat intelligence company Bad Packets revealed that Staples kept several Pulse Secure VPN servers unpatched for from CVE, CVE 2019-11510 for a long time. So we've, we've been talking about that for months now. I mean, it is from 2019, but... More recently, in the last couple of days, we've told you that China and Iran are uh, looking for those that are still have not patched for that vulnerability. Not that China, Iran, or Iran has hacked Staples, but that they it is a known 
exploit. There are known exploits for it, and it's actively being exploited, so this should have been patched. Cyware reports. Cyware reports new macOS malware variant goes unnoticed by antivirus scanners. Cyber criminals have been turning to scripting languages as preferred means for drop for both dropping malware and executing payloads. The most talked about macOS malware, Schleyer, has hit the news again recently after being caught using Apple's macOS notarization service. In September, Sentinel-1 researcher Phil Stokes discovered a new variant of Schleyer macOS malware called Z-Schleyer that obfuscates itself to slip past security tools and compromise a target machine. Following Apple's lead in preferring to in preferring Z, or I, I guess it's an alternative to Bash, um, so it's ZSH as its default shell language. The new variant employs heavily obfuscated ZSH scripts to avoid detection active since late June this new Z Schlayer variant uses standard application bundle inside the .dmg file hence it was able to slip past Apple's notarizing checks and bombarded users of infected machines with unwanted ads so those of you using Apple note that uh, you are not immune and um, be aware of that possibility occurring on your computer on bleeping computer, privacy-focused search engine DuckDuckGo is growing fast. If you've never heard of DuckDuckGo, it's a search engine, kind of like Google and, and Bing, but it's a little different in that it is its focus is privacy. So DuckDuckGo, the privacy-focused search engine, announced that August 2020 ended in over 2 billion total searches via its search platform. And I forget what browser it is. It might be Firefox. Now defaults to DuckDuckGo. While Google remains the most popular search engine, DuckDuckGo has gained a great deal of traction in recent months as more and more users have begun to value the, their privacy on the internet. DuckDuckGo saw over 2 billion searches and 4 million app extensions and installations. And the company also said that they have over 65 million active users. DuckDuckGo could shatter its old traffic record if the same growth ten trend continues. Even though DuckDuckGo is growing rapidly, it still controls less than 2% of all search volume in the United States. However, DuckDuckGo's growth trend has continued throughout the year, mainly due to Google and other companies' privacy, privacy scandals. On average, DuckDuckGo getting 65 million-plus searches regularly. The number is likely to be more if we add up the searches performed via DuckDuckGo's API extensions or apps. DuckDuckGo search engine is based on Bing. Community developed sites such as Wikipedia, and the company has developed its own crawler to generate its index of search results. Unlike Google, DuckDuckGo is more privacy-oriented, and they don't track what users are searching for. As a result, DuckDuckGo search engine search results are not as up-to-date as Google or even Bing. So it's a bit of a trade-off between privacy and accuracy. Bleepy Computer, Google Chrome, is making it easier to reset compromised passwords. Google Chrome is adding a new feature that will make it easier for users to reset stored passwords that have been detected as compromised in data breach. Data breaches. In 2000, since 2018, Apple has supported the well-known slash change password feature as a way for websites to specify the page that is used to reset or change passwords on the site. This feature has been used by Safari and iCloud Keychain to easily allow users to change their passwords when it is discovered that stored credentials were compromised. To use this feature, website developers create a slash dot well dash known slash change dash password file or URL on their site that 
when visited will redirect a user to to their password reset page. Websites can redirect users using a HT access file, a mod underscore rewrite, or even by making an HTML file that redirects the user to the proper page. Chrome 86 is making it easier to change passwords. In Chrome 86, Google plans on rolling out support for this feature in the browser's check passwords feature that checks if any stored credentials have been compromised. Websites can set a well-known change password URL using the format uh, slash forward slash dot well dash known slash change that dash password to allow users to quickly navigate to a page allowing them to change their password. Chrome will leverage this URL to help users easily change their weak compromised passwords following a bulk password check. So Chrome will make it easier. You, uh, if you are using Chrome 86 beta, you do have the opportunity to test that feature. Otherwise, you will have to wait until Chrome 86 rolls out. Our subject, our main subject for today, Bluetooth spoofing bug affects billions of IoT devices. This is on threat post, but being reported pretty much everywhere. The BLESA or BLESA flaw affects the reconnection process that occurs when a device moves back into range after losing or dropping its pairing, Purdue researchers said. A team of academic researchers have discovered a Bluetooth low energy vulnerability that allows spoofing attacks that could affect the way humans and machines carry out tasks. If it potentially impacts billions of Internet of Things devices, researchers said, and remains unpatched in Android devices. The BLE spoofing attacks, BLESA for short, BLESA again, flaw arises from authentication issues in the process of device reconnection and an error often overlooked by security experts. Reconnections occur after two devices are connected and then one moves out of range or disconnects and then connects again. According to a paper published recently by researchers at Purdue University, reconnections are common in industrial IoT environments, for example, where sensors may periodically connect to a server to transmit telemetry data, for instance, before disconnecting and going into monitoring mode. A successful BLESA attack allows bad actors to connect with the device by getting around reconnection authentication requirements and send spoof data to it. In the case of IoT devices, those malicious packets can convince machines to carry out different or new behavior. For humans, attackers could feed a device deceptive information. The vulnerability is particularly significant due to the ubiquity of the BLE protocol, which, because of its energy efficiency and simplicity of use, is used by billions of devices to pair and connect, said the team, uh, the team comprised of researchers Jinliang Wu, Yuhang, Vereshwar, Dave, Jing Tian, Antonio Bianchi, Matthias Pear, and Dongyan Dong Zhu. To ease its adoption, BLE requires limited or no user interaction to establish a connection between two devices. Researchers wrote, unfortunately, the simplicity is the root cause of several security issues. The paper describes the ease with which an attacker can launch a BLS, uh, BLESA attack. A threat actor, once discovering the server to which a BLE-enabled device is connected, also pairs with it to obtain its attributes. This is easy because the BLE protocol is designed to allow any device to connect with another BLE device to get this info researchers wrote. So you have a vulnerability which can be deceived by anybody within the proximity to the device and with enough information, which not really 
you really don't need BLE further facilitates access of an attack because its advertising packets are always transmitted in plain text. So there you have, you don't really need much to get past this. This is similar to pre um, WPA days when wireless hacking was very easy because web was not secure at all and you could hack a, a Wi-Fi router within minutes. University Hospital New Jersey hit by SunCrypt ransomware data leaked. University Hospital New Jersey has suffered a massive 48,000 document data breach after a ransomware operation leaked their stolen data. Established in 1994, the University Hospital's New Jersey state-owned teaching hospital that provides medical care to students, I'm sorry, to residents. The hospital runs on a $626 million budget and has over 3,500 employees, 519 licensed beds, and over 172,000 annual outpatient visits. SunCrypt ransomware operation has leaked data allegedly stolen from UHNJ in a September ransomware attack. SunCrypt is a ransomware operation that began its activities in October of 2019 but was not very active. Over the past few months, they have become much more active since releasing a dedicated leak site. While Bleepy Computer has not corroborated all of the attacker's claims, the data seen by Bleepy Computer does appear to belong to UHNJ. Of the 240 gigs of data allegedly stolen from the University Hospital in New Jersey, the attackers have leaked a 1.7 gig archive containing over 48,000 documents. The data leak includes patient information release authorization forms, copies of driver's license, social security numbers, date of birth, and records about the board of directors. Shown below is a partial image of, uh, okay, so there is a redacted image that includes PII and this this is going to be a HIPAA breach and it sounds like it could be a pretty big one based on what, what we're seeing here. Um, this was on Bleeping Computer. This is not showing up on any HIPAA related sites as of yet. I'm sure it will, but SunCrypt hits uh, UHNJ, University Hospital of New Jersey, and looks like quite a bit of data was taken in the process. Now we do have a little bit of a warning here. This was um, this will be forwarded out to our customers as well. But in the last forty hours, uh, there's been a huge increase in infections caused by Emotet, Quackbot, and and Cobalt Strike compromises. So Emotet and Quackbot. Quackbot is the um, similar to Trickbot is the banking trojan. The um, its purpose is to its main purpose. It has multiple multiple purposes, but its main purpose is to, is to steal login credentials. Emotet is malware, which eventually installs ransomware. There has been a significant increase in the last forty eight hours of activity, and um, security researchers are noticing that end user. The, how this is occurring, end users are opening spear phishing emails. Spear phishing email either has a URL to download or an already attached zip file. Inside the zip file is a doc file that is macro-based. End user enables the macro and affects the machine. So we're letting you know that this has been, um, been reported as being as a huge increase in the last 48 hours and that you need to be alert for any spear phishing, spear phishing being targeted phishing attacks. So they most likely have your name 
job title and you know other information that allows them to make it seem as though they know you with a zip file to download with a dot doc file in it that has macros running you should have macros disabled in microsoft office and you should have some type of monitoring for scripts on your in your environment that is going to do it for the proactive it cybersecurity daily for thursday until tomorrow stay healthy stay safe and stay secure Thank <laughs> you.